Hello and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, uh, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer here. I uh, thought today we'd just uh, kind of talk about uh, something that, that's come up quite a bit for me, especially as it is in a professional realm. A lot of people uh, trying to figure out what the ideal role is for them, what that looks like. Uh, some people may be struggling with uh, currently where they're at, uh, maybe thinking the grass is greener. Might not always be the case, which a lot of times it's not, but it could be. But I thought we'd just uh, take some time to define what I would call uh, being in the zone or really creating an ideal work role or thinking about that and working towards that. So when I say uh, in the zone, like in the zone at work, hopefully many of you have at least felt it from time to time, but I know a lot of people have not. Uh, most, uh, you know, when we look at the research, I think it was out there not too long ago, depending on where you look, 33, 34%, something like that. Uh, that's all the, the higher the percentage was of people that are actually engaged in their work, which means uh, folks are not going to be productive. They're not going to be engaged. They're a, uh, they're a flight risk, or you might be that person. Or you're not as efficient. There's not as much balance, you know. So creativity is going to lack. There's not as much job satisfaction, and just all around, people just aren't happy. Okay, so uh, how do we define that? So there, there's ways that we can do that, and and from you know one of the assessments that I use, the predictive index. Uh, you know, these are just some cert, uh, things that even I wish we were taught. Uh, like in high school, like, what am I good at? What, what are my strengths? What should I watch for? What should I look for? What would be ideal for me? But when we, when we did the research at, or when predictive index did the research, they found that, you know, four main things really drive engagement or however you want to look at it, disengagement inside of a company. But I want to talk about engagement because that's what I want. You know, if you're listening to this as an individual and maybe a manager or an owner of a company, uh, you might be as an owner, you might be thinking about, hey, how do I get my folks more engaged? How do I get more out of them? And that's not just for the low performers. It might be those top performers that you're not paying attention to. And then one day they just up and leave and you wonder what's going on. Like, how can I help them, but how can I help even my managers help those people underneath them? So there's a few things that I'll go over with you. I'm not going to go into great, great detail, um, but hopefully just give you some tips because these are the ones I actually, I was just sitting with the leader uh, Tuesday morning and I said, hey, like, here's the four things. If you're going to do something as far as engagement goes, and he was all ears, wrote it down. He's like, tell me those again. Just go over them. So here, here they are, and we'll go over each one. The first one is job fit. Okay. And most people think, hey, I can do the job. When we use analytics and when we're even if even if you don't, but that's what we do. That's we use analytics to make better people decisions. So when we're looking at that, we're looking at where does this person fit? Will they do this job and will they do it well for long periods of time? Not can. 
there's a lot of things you can do. And if you're watching this right now and you're thinking, well, you know, there's a lot of things I can do. What would make me happy? What I would uh, challenge you with is to look at what do you kind of want to do? What will you do? And will you do it well for long periods of time? Okay. And, and trying to understand what that job fit looks like for you. Uh, the second piece, the second one is the manager. So hopefully if you're a manager of people, you're paying attention to this because the first thing that you can do uh, with your people is make sure right person, right seat. And there's a way that I'll, I'll talk about here in just a few minutes about how we do that for folks. The third one is the team. A lot of people, uh, again, uh, an example from actually last night was uh, sitting with the CEO He's like, I think I have the right team. They just, um, you know, they just don't get along well together. And I said, well, you might have the right team. And I think you do, but they just don't know one another. They don't know what each other's strengths are. They don't know how to complement one another. So it's not always that you're on the wrong team. It's maybe the team doesn't know what they have. Okay. Uh, and it could be on the wrong team, but think about all the options there. And then the fourth one, uh, obviously, is culture. You want to make sure that 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 you either is as an individual going into a company that you fit the culture, or as a manager or an owner, that person fits the culture of the company because they can fit the job. You can have great managers. They might fit in well with the team, especially from a behavioral standpoint. But if they don't fit you culturally, a lot of times they'll just leave. Uh, and sometimes it causes a lot of damage for everybody else who does fit because they they are typically the ones uh, who know uh, first and foremost. So when we look at these things, you know, identifying what those roles are, so a job fit. One of the nice things about predictive index and some of the other assessments that we use, but specifically predictive index, is uh, there's a feature in there that allows us to identify. Uh, what that role requires from a behavioral standpoint, all right? And this is where we go back to can versus will, all right? When you don't have to behave any different than what comes natural to you, it doesn't take as much effort. So you're more engaged, you're more productive, you're more efficient, and you're happier, all right? And that's where most people struggle is that difference between can and will. I'm not saying you can't do jobs, but what I'm saying is if you're listening to this and you're intrigued, I would challenge you if you're looking for a new role or how to uh, perhaps amplify your role where you're currently at is look at how it is you're wired and look at those uh, behavioral requirements for the role. Now, if you don't know them, that's where the, you know, that's where our analytics come in because you can define that. And what we do is we usually get some people from the company um, to def to define that role. We work with them to define what those behavioral requirements are of the role. And then we get close matches. And again, what we're trying to achieve, and it's not a silver bullet, uh, but it, it gives us a good idea of what we're looking for in that role. So if we're looking for somebody that that might be um, very extroverted and social. I don't want to put somebody in there uh, that's going to be miserable. That's that's more introverted and a more internal thinker. 
I don't necessarily want my accountant to lack on the details, even though somebody might come in and they interview very well for that position. Now, I'm hoping this makes sense and I'm hoping it makes sense to you. So if you're listening to this as an individual saying, because a lot of people are doing this right now, what's my next step? Okay, either inside my company, I'm trying to figure it out inside my company because I still like my company. And I want to stay there. I'm just a little eh, right? I'm just kind of going through the motions. I want to kind of be on fire again. Uh, or you're looking for that next role. You might be out of work or you might be somebody that uh, is just coming into the to the to the job force. You might be a young person right now. You know, we're sitting almost on the first of May here as I record this. And a lot of people are coming into the job market that haven't had a lot of in instruction. I know one of the things that uh, we're doing with uh, our intern right now is just kind of gauging, going over through all the assessments. And part of his homework is to figure out, with our help, what that ideal role looks like for him. Now, is he going to plop right into it the first job he has? Probably not. Okay. Uh, but he, he's going to know what to look out for. Okay, so we're going to go through those, you know, with him, and obviously he's a good fit here uh, with all those four. Um, you know, he might uh, argue with you a little bit on the manager piece, but I doubt it. Uh, so, you know, when you look at those things, creating that job role, doing your due diligence up front, either as an individual to figure out how you're wired, or uh, if you're running a company, if you're managing people to really plug in what you know what are those behavioral requirements of the role those are the two big ones when you look at that from a team perspective the nice thing about um again the analytics that we use with predictive index is you have the ability or we have the ability for our clients to go in there and look and really put everybody in a blender and look at what those scores are behaviorally. Look at the team dynamic, which is just fascinating. And we've been doing a lot of that now because companies want to better their teams. They want to know what they have. They want to keep their people. And it's nice for the teams. And I had, uh, I think, five sessions so far this week with different companies just on that. It's usually about you know a 45-minute to an hour session. So if you are a client and you know you want that and haven't gotten it yet, please get in contact with us. Um, so we look at that team, we look at all the team dynamics and look at uh, the business strategy. And one of the questions we're trying to come up with is, does my talent align with that business strategy to get me the business results that I want? Okay, let me say that again. Does the does the talent that I have currently on that team does it align with that business strategy? So does my talent strategy align with my business strategy to get me those business results that we're wanting? So you want a high impact team. It doesn't necessarily always mean adding somebody. But here's the other thing that I mentioned earlier. I had someone um again yesterday, last night. He was looking at his team. He's a, a CEO. He's looking at one of his teams says to me, I think I have the right team. I'm not sure. You know, and for the past couple of years, what he's been doing is they've all been remote. So they don't really don't know one another, things like that. And, you know, my suggestion to him would be like, hey, bring everybody together. Let's do this. Let's let's you and I one first go over it, see what you have. 
and then come up with a game plan. And so that's what we're going to do. But a lot of times that will work when there are challenges and issues inside of a team. So rather than just saying, hey, look, this person's causing trouble is to have everybody understand what everybody's bringing to the table and work through that, workshop that a little bit, help have somebody facilitate that discussion between those those team members and understand, okay, guys, we have what we need. Or if we don't, here's where we're, here's the deficit. And this has got to, this has to be the ne- our next strategic hire. This is what we need, um, you know, to whatever. So the challenges that we're facing, those kinds of things. But a lot of times, and again, if you're a manager and owner, listen to this. Um, many times that team doesn't understand or the manager doesn't understand the team and what they have and how to approach those things, what that team needs. Okay, a lot of times the managers are wildly behaviorally different than the people that they're supervising. And then they they have to shift, which is could be huge in a lot of cases. You have the employees go, wow, you know, he or she, you know, my, my manager's really changed. And it's really just looking at everybody and seeing what you have and making the most out of it. And then the fourth one is culture, which, you know, that can build right off uh, of teams. You know, we like to, when we look at culture, we like to have uh, our core values up there and really help people understand what those core values are. We're trying to interview for those as well when we come in. So that's something that we're we're doing up front. So those four things, you know, when we're looking at that ideal fit for you. So if you're going to be in the zone, and this is what we know, and again, it's not a silver bullet, um, but you can really move the needle far if you start to understand where do I fit? Like, what is my ideal role? Okay. Um, do I have a great manager or you might be that manager? You might be that owner or that manager of the company and say, how can I improve uh, my man, you know, my managerial skills, my leadership skills? How can I guide and direct people better? Do we have the right team? Okay. Is there somebody we need to bring in or is there somebody better off in another department? What do we have? How can we build from that? And is it aligning to our business strategy? And is that clear? And of course, you know, the culture piece. So a couple of the tools, if you're interested in any further information, I like some of the tools that we utilize with uh, the analytics. Some of the things that I've been talking about uh, is the coaching guide. So what a coaching guide does uh, is it overlays uh, the behavioral requirements of the role onto that person. So you can see where any, any of those gaps are. Uh, which is nice for managers because we we sometimes don't always know where to provide feedback. And what we're doing is we're now we're providing feedback objectively instead of how most of us have received it is subjectively. We're using that data, what we know the role is. So I'm not forcing my bias on what, how I think that person should behave. I'm using the analytics to make a more informed decision, more informed coaching. And then the other nice thing about it is if you you are that kind of person, okay, so you're that person that that might be looking for a different role inside your company or just a different role elsewhere. Or like I said, uh, you might be coming out of, you know, college, school, whatever. And you say, okay, well, how can I get some understanding? The other tool that one of the other tools that we use 
utilize quite a bit is something we call a personal development graph. And again, it's going to give you the strengths of your behavior, of all your you know kind of different behaviors. It's going to give you some of the caution areas that you need to be aware of, and it's going to give you some self-coaching tips. But it's all based off that data, the behavioral data. It's not giving you you know, wildly subjective. It's more objective based on how you're wired. And so coming back and, and wrapping this uh, all up again, to really get in that ideal work role or get in the zone, okay? We need, you know, search for that right job fit, good manager. So if you're that manager and unsure, you know, reach out to us. The team, make sure that team is what you need. Make sure it aligns with uh, the business strategy of the company. Make sure that culture is solid. And you should be hiring off all of those as well. So when you bring people in, uh, you should be looking at, do they fit the job? Who, what manager are we going to put them with? What team are they going to be with? Do they fit the culture? And if you're an individual looking at this now and hearing this, hopefully this helps. When you go into interview, you should be asking questions about what, what are the requirements of that job, especially behaviorally? Who am I going to be around? What are, what are the expectations? Uh, you might even ask, and I would, who's going to be my manager? What's that manager like? Hopefully, you're interviewing with that person so you get an idea. Uh, that would be ideal, but I, I realize some companies don't do that. You know, look, ask about the team. You know, who's who's on the team? What are they like? What are we trying to accomplish? You know, what are what is that business strategy? Am I going to fit? And then, you know, lastly, obviously, ask about the culture. You want to make sure you fit. Because okay? all this, you know, again, being in the zone, what I want, when people are in that zone, they tend to be highly engaged. And that's what we're looking for. As business owners, that's what we're looking for. As managers, that's what we're looking for. But as individuals, I don't want to go somewhere for the majority of my day and be miserable. I think most people, again, most, there are some, there's exceptions to this, but most people, when they're in the zone, what happens to them? is they are productive, okay? So they're even more productive. So you might have somebody that, uh, you know, is a, is a top performer. You might be that top performer. And you're like, how can I get more out of myself? You know, doing those four things, getting aligned with those four things, more engaged, more efficient. Uh, uh, everybody's looking for better balance uh, between their home and work life, you know, right now, better creativity. Again, job satisfaction, you're engaged what they call flow more often, but all of me, you're going to be happy. And what that means in the work environment is that creates the same for other people. When you start doing that for everybody, you know, everybody gets aligned, everybody gets on the boat. You know, you start looking at these things, you start talking about them, you're more open with them. People are more transparent. They trust the environment, start to trust their coworkers uh, more, and everybody gets on that in the zone bus. So think about these things. I, I hope that's helpful. But remember those four things as you know as we wrap this up: job fit, manager, team, culture to get in that zone. It's all for today. Thanks for listening and watching. Uh, make sure you um, leave the video a like, subscribe. Uh, if you want more information, visit us at centerforvictory.com or give us a call 724-462-8383. And remember, wherever you're at. Whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet.